This is season 2 episode 3 of Photo Chat with Friends and you are listening to Rajiv. I'm in continued conversation with Vivek Chug, a good friend of mine and a photographer and filmmaker. The topic that we are discussing today is a question that I struggled with when I began my photography journey. Where do I start? What are the settings that I need to use? How do I take photographs? It's such a confusing scenario because there are thousands of settings on a camera. So this is the question that we address in this episode. topic that i want to cover today is is a very very basic question uh, for anybody who buys a, a camera it can be a point and shoot a bridge or even a dslr or a mirrorless it can be any any kind of camera as an electronic device there is so many settings both physical in terms of knobs switches etc and there are like you know pages and pages of uh, menu settings that you will have so as a photographer what will be your advice for somebody who's just bought a brand new camera so i think i think that uh, see generally the question that i get asked is which camera to buy a lot uh, that's the first question that i get asked the second question that i get asked is that oh you take amazing pictures you must have a really good camera which one is it so i think that these are all um, when newbies get into photography they think uh, expensive camera is going to help them take better pictures that's the first myth that i want to bust right that's the first first and foremost myth the second thing is that when you buy a new camera now again whether it's a point and shoot whether it's a bridge whether it's any camera that basically has the the ability to do full manual um um shooting i think the feeling is very overwhelming for a person who buys that camera it's extremely overwhelming because there are so many buttons and it's not a very comfortable feeling to have to start with my advice is that i fundamentally don't think it's too difficult to learn which means i can teach somebody in one hour exactly what the basic functions are now whether that person is open to receiving it or not depends on his mind space so my my tip is that when somebody buys a new camera uh i think it will be wise to just buddy up with a photographer friend who understands these three settings which is iso shutter speed and aperture and just learn that for the first couple of weeks after that after you learn this for the first couple of weeks then once you understand the fundamentals of it then you can go and create anything that you want specifically and then the sky is the limit what focal length you use what uh, aperture you use what uh, angle you use what composition you use i think that is something that is completely left to you and that's very subjective but if you understand these three settings and also white balance if you want to get into that as well but if you understand these three or four settings then i think that you have a strong enough base to at least get started if you don't understand this and you shoot only in auto mode then you don't really understand you're just doing your own stuff it, you know it's 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 like using filters right a lot of people will click pictures and then they will use filters and spend money on buying filters and presets and things like that i think that my approach is generally that if i don't understand why i'm using a specific filter i will not use it because i want to understand the science behind what i'm trying to do with the image rather than what that filter will by accident give me and i'll cycle through a bunch of filters and and uh, you see what looks best according to you and that's not the way i would 
recommend photography. I don't recommend photography in auto mode because unless you create images that are deliberate, then yeah. it's just by chance. Whatever you're shooting is by chance, which is not necessarily the art form, right? You want to uh, hone your skills on being able to create quality images consistently. That's the point. Okay. So yeah, I think I think that the the, the tip would be that go ahead and buy that camera. It's definitely useful. But do buddy up with somebody who knows these three or four settings to teach you that for the first couple of weeks. I think that's important. That's very, very important. All right. And what about uh, those semi-auto modes that uh, most point-and-shoot bridge cameras have and all uh, professional cameras do, which is the aperture priority, the, sh- the shutter priority, and the program mode? I mean, I started off by shooting aperture priority yeah. uh, before actually getting a hold on all these settings so that I can shoot manual. So yeah. what will be your recommendation? Aperture priority or shutter priority? So this really depends, Rajiv. This really depends on what exactly are you shooting and what is the lighting conditions of that space. So okay. I have started using aperture priority only very recently. Uh, I you know all, all, all these years I've shot mainly manual, but I've started using aperture priority very recently. To give you an example, if you're shooting an event and you know for a fact that you just want a lot of depth of field and you want to create that bokeh or bokeh, then you keep it at an f1.4 or an f1.8, which is aperture. You lock down the aperture and then let the shutter basically choose what it wants to. Because when you're shooting, let's say, an event, the mm-hmm. lighting changes from shot to shot, right? Because if I'm pointing yes. towards a window and I want to capture this image, I don't have the time to go back and change my shutter speed and my aperture to basically keep shooting these pictures. So mm. I think that the camera will do something for you depending on the lighting. But you know, these things don't work all the time. So for instance, let's assume that you're shooting in aperture mode as an example, and you go to an event and you realize that because of the settings that you have and because of the lighting conditions, your shutter speed, because you're using aperture mode, some of them might go below one sixtieth of a second, which means that you were definitely going to end up with blurry pictures which defeats the purpose, which defeats the purpose altogether. So then you have to bump up your ISO. Again, I'm saying that these things, uh, if you don't understand the fundamentals of this, there's no point using an aperture priority mode because you don't know where it can screw you. So if you understand that, then the aperture priority modes or the shutter priority modes actually work really well because they are very, very convenient and fast. Very, very convenient and fast. But if you don't get it, if you don't understand these fundamentals, then yes, there's a chance that you might end up with blurry pictures. There's a chance that you might end up with um, unusable pictures. Okay, got it. As somebody who wants to get into photography as a hobby, and what will be your recommendation for my first camera? So Rajiv, I think that, uh, see, the the gear question is something that I generally stay away from, specifically because... You know, I, I just think that it doesn't matter after the point. It doesn't matter what gear. And I'm not the kind of guy who gets very anal about camera settings and what camera. I think that it's a tool, like how carpenters use hammers. Now, it's the question about which hammer to use, whether this hammer with... They both do the same thing. They they both will let you hammer a nail down into a piece of wood. First, you set your budget and say that, how much do I want to spend on a camera first? That's the first step. The second step is to basically say that which camera in my budget gives me full manual control. Because you need to have a camera that gives you the ability to shoot manual. And the third is that the third consideration is do you want to buy 
a camera that you will keep for many years or is this a phase that you want to buy a camera do it for a year and throw it away is it something that you will continue with because um if you spend wisely on your first first camera then you can either choose to say that i'll buy a camera body and then invest in pieces of gear over a period of time i will i will buy a camera body and one lens then i will buy the second lens third lens fourth lens but if you buy a point and shoot to start with then at some point if you become really good at it and if it really interests you then you will have to throw that point and shoot and buy yourself a serious camera which could be a full frame whether it's dslr whether it is mirrorless it doesn't matter really depends on how much you have as a budget and what is your outlook on uh, on the hobby whether it's a serious one or is it just a passing phase or you just want to try it out you don't want to spend too much money then you can just buy a point and shoot and check it out before investing in a serious camera and plus you have a very strong second hand market as well what's our next topic of discussion going to be vivek we were talking about uh, editing with vivek and rajiv yeah. i think i'm looking forward to that see i think what would be useful what would be useful is that i don't know so one is that i could take you through the workflow of how i have edited a couple of pictures and include a couple of raw files so that somebody can use the process on a repeatable basis and if you think that any of your subscribers or any of pictures that you think need to be edited maybe i could look at them and give my take on how i would edit them separately That's a wrap for this week's episode. Thanks for tuning in. Do send in your feedback. A big shout out to Giles for letting me borrow his Blue AG mic for the recordings. Till the next episode, peace out.